0: me into the tormented, haunted,
1: half-lit night of the insane. This is my work.
0: Let me lead you into it. Let me take you into the mind of a woman
2: who is mad. Hi, and welcome to Beyond the Cabin in the Woods, a good rule's guide to horror. I am your poltergeist Kinsey. I'm your poltergeist
3: Debbie. I'm Poltergeist Adrian, and I'm sitting in a different place, so I'm very confused. I'm your Poltergeist
0: Don. I'm your Poltergeist Mac. There's huh. nothing in the back of my car. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Poltergeist, Ryan. Yes. Hi, Ryan. A good friend, Ryan, is back with us.
2: So, so we watched the 2018 uh, film *Hereditary* that just came out last week. Last week, yeah, Last it was week. wide release. Yeah, wide something. release. It's yeah. been, I knew it had been hitting the festivals.
0: We yeah. are recording on Father's Day. You won't be hearing this for another two, two weeks. weeks. But
2: for those of you who don't know what Hereditary is about,
0: it's a uh, young man. It's about a young man overcoming family tragedy to find his place in the world.
4: Okay, Mac. <laughs> I actually thought it was a movie designed for masochists.
2: Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think IMDB is going to disagree with both of you just so we're clear. I don't and
0: know. I think it might agree with Donna.
2: <laughs> well, uh, I skimmed ahead on reading the summary before we started this and yeah, they
0: definitely disagree with with both of them. <laughs> okay, but it, who's Tony Collette's picture? That's the question.
2: <laughs> uh, it's a very lovely picture of Tony Collette and it is Tony
4: Collette. Like, sure. It is not Shelley the
2: No, 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 no. It, it, it's Tony Collette. I know her smile. So okay. it is it is her. But IMDB says, after the family matriarch passes away, a grieving family is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences and begin to unravel dark secrets.
0: Huh. Yeah, I, I like mine
2: better. Yours <laughs> is very Yeah. Were
5: well, the secrets unraveled? They felt pretty raveled they throughout
2: pretty, the video. They felt, <laughs> yeah, they felt and pretty raveled. Until the last
0: raveled. five to ten seconds, and it's like unravel quickly, quickly, we're running out of film! <laughs>
3: <laughs> i'm not sure that the person who wrote that summary has seen the movie <laughs> they actually maybe talked to somebody who saw it like they a talked of... to the friend of a friend who saw them yeah movie. who saw
0: the
5: trailer yeah <laughs> i think a24 wrote that summary, yeah. <laughs> wrote that summary. <laughs> that's their submission
2: of that's the a, movie that's of the, the, the first draft, draft of the script yeah. Yeah. yes <laughs> fucking a24 anyway uh <laughs> let's go around and uh did you like it did you not like it deb
1: I don't know what I've watched um, i don't know i don't at at no point during that movie did I ever feel good about watching that movie.
4: You
3: stole my line oh I'm sorry. <laughs> So now great. one could argue that that's how you should feel while watching a horror movie, but
1: it was different. It was different than any other horror. It was not
0: like there's existential dread, and then there's tension. <laughs>
1: like there, to me, there wasn't like all this suspense. It was just like something feels wrong, mm-hmm.
3: which is arguably not <laughs> bad. I know, but I'm I giving don't the know... movie you all the
1: credit I can. before no, she you, gets to me. You go for um, it. <laughs> yeah. It was. I don't know. I actually wanted to watch it a second time. Or no, oh, Okay, let me let me, let me, let me rephrase. I, felt, I do
0: not want to watch it a second time. I I
1: I, I, fe- I do not want to want to watch it another time. I felt the need to watch it another time so that I could now knowing what I know, go back and fully
3: understand the movie better (laughs) see then like all of this actually sounds like a pretty good endorsement of the movie it is not meant to be
1: (laughs) it's an i don't know i don't know right now i don't like it ish
3: all right adrian i was terrified that this was going to be another episode of adrian hates everything that everyone loves (laughs) um but uh no i was i i was like legitimately angry um, while watching that movie, and had I been not doing it for this podcast, I would have left. Can I read you guys the the yes. text that my sister sent me? Because yes. she, she saw it before I did, and then she was like, text me as soon as you see it. So my sister had to say, I think that was the hardest left turn I've ever seen a horror movie make, and I don't mean the satanic cult stuff because there were hints of it. I mean the hard left in deciding to be a horror movie because most of it wasn't.
4: Yeah, Yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's, 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 that's a good, yeah. I, uh, the, the first words that left my mouth when the credits started rolling was there was never a single moment when I was happy to be sitting there and at no point did I feel like I understood what I was watching. No, I did not like it. I don't expect that I will ever see that movie again. Having said that, there was some good stuff in it. It was beautifully acted. That's what I wanted to say. I wanted to add real quick that the acting in this was top fucking notch. People keep talking about Tony Collette's performance, and I'm like, all of their performances were yeah. amazing.
3: There was Dude, some... Alex Wolf Yeah, fucking yeah. knocked that shit out of the he goddamn you park.
4: Felt, you felt so bad for... I guess we're still in non-spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah we You yeah. felt so bad for somebody who had just fucked up so massively. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, oh, and some of the cinematography—beautiful, beautiful, was beautiful. so beautiful. So this is not a movie without merit. It is just not a movie that I would actually recommend you see. So there you go.
0: Uh, I'm
5: going to conditionally say that I, I loved it, um, and I'll talk about my conditions when we get into spoiler territory, because there's some wonky stuff in there, but I don't think it was supposed, it's a, a horror movie mashed together with, like, an adult meditation on grief, and it yeah. hits the notes it's trying to hit very well.
3: Your master's degree is showing. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: but I, I don't want to be in the place where I'm feeling grief, and it made me feel that. Mm. Um, so, it was definitely successful in what it was trying to do. I, will I don't agree necessarily with that. agree that sh- people should try
0: to do that thing. Right. <laughs> um, I'm going to be closer to Ryan, I think, on the spectrum of things. I kind of like it. My final thought, my final note on there is huh, well, that happened. <laughs> yeah. Which is not exceptional praise for a movie. Yeah. Um, I think there's some huge, Uh, thank uh, you, thank you, Pig, Uh, some huge... uh, Pig needs an EpiPen. Some some huge plot holes, uh, EpiPens, and just, you know, not doing what you're doing. And ultimately, I think the storyline has way too many parallels with the ultimate mythology in the Paranormal Activity movies. Mm. Like the, the demon wants the boy child to and, and then yeah. the family is you know, all behind it all, and then there's the matriarch and that that way too many elements where it's like, I've seen this movie, and it took five movies, so good on this movie for doing it in one. <laughs> um So, with all of that, I, I for a lot of the same reasons I think Donna said the cinematography is great, the acting's great, the whole package is muddled.
3: I want to add a little bit A few more conditions to mine, without spoiling anything, is that I had one severe problem with this movie, and it is the same problem that I had with The Omen and other possession stories, which is that the moment that they start bringing mental illness into it, I was fucking out. Like, that moment, because... mm, This might be getting into spoilers, so I'll get more into that later, but like that was the moment where I was like, I am angry and I don't want to be watching this anymore. Mm If it had not been for that, if they just removed like one line of dialogue, I could have watched this movie and been like, "Man, that succeeded in making me feel exactly the way that it wanted to make me feel." It did do that. I didn't like feeling like that, but it did everything it wanted to do so good on the movie.
4: Mm.
2: So, I I thought about
0: this movie pretty much since we stopped watch since we yes. finished it. It's it's been kind of which is a mark of something Yes may be worth watching on some level in that it sticks with you. Yeah, yeah.
3: It, it does stick with you. Requiem for a dream. Yes. Awesome. Do it once. Right. Yeah. And then f- go watch a happy comedy. Yeah, uh-huh. you,
0: you
2: need like a Silkwood
1: shower after, <laughs> after this film. That's that's kind of how I feel. I did think I was going to have to go home and watch a Disney movie before going to bed that night. I think yeah. I read some fan fiction that night <laughs> when I got home. I think
2: that's what I ended up doing. But anyway, um, no... I... My whole thing with this movie, I I do agree that it does have some merits. It's, you know, it is, I mean, Toni Collette is, she's amazing anyway, and she's phenomenal in this. But did I like it? I don't think I did. I've seen it done better, and I'd rather win. I think, I I love Suspiria, I love Wicker Man, I'd rather fucking watch that than watch this. Now, I do agree it does hit the grief notes.
0: Also, and I really don't like it, The Omen. some similar real estate there.
3: I think that this actually did it better. Okay, and I know I'm like sort of blaspheming here. Not blaspheming, just knowing that
0: you're going to be getting some disagreement
3: there. (laughs) With the the Suspiria stuff. Because I feel like this one did make, without explaining, without getting over-explaining, I feel like this one did make things more clear. Of oh, what was happening. I In Suspiria, where in Suspiria I was sort of constantly in a state of "This is beautiful. Why is that?" I don't even know what question I wanna ask here. <laughs>
5: I love Suspiria, and I've watched it two, three times, and I don't understand what's happening the entire movie. Yeah, but
3: see, like I feel like in this movie I did understand. Yeah, like absolutely. I was never like I'm a little bit confused. I was like, oh I get it, I don't know what the fuck that lady's doing. Whatever. Um, but um but like yeah, so I think that I guess it depends on what it is you think the movie's doing. Because I'm like, I understand the storyline of this movie better. As far as I know, Suspiria is like just a series of really beautiful shots that are creepy and make me feel and upset I think, inside my heart. And see, and <laughs> I think
2: this film, like Suspiria, the last five, ten minutes of the film, it tells you exactly what
3: it's about. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, man. All right. But I, I think this movie actually told you what it was about prior to that. Because you have some... Well, let's get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that, show. but anyway... Spoilers. So, yeah, we'll,
2: my whole thing is I... I mean, I do agree, if it does stick with you, it is, there is something there, but it is not one that I liked, and I don't know if I'd ever watch this again. I do, a friend of mine saw this, uh, she saw an opening weekend, and I and I like things that she says on, when it comes to horror films. Hi, Steph. Um, <laughs> she, um, she made a Facebook comment saying, you know, if you are going to... If you are grieving, do not watch this film. Mm. And I yeah. thought that was so I think knowing that I think kind of gave me a little bit of like preparation. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. I was a little bit more
4: guarded than say someone, you know, mm-hmm. walking in off the street. Yeah. Yeah. To Adrian's point that it does tell you what's going on. The problem I had is we actually did. She opened up a book that laid out, That's true. here's here's what's happening. However, everything else they were telling us told us that Charlie's spirit was wanting to hurt Peter. Yeah. Um, mm. So that was all, you know, everything we were seeing, there was pictures of him with his eyes gouged out. There was um, a constant um, um, pursuing him, the head slamming into the table, all said, we're wanting to hurt Peter. We're wanting to uh, get revenge on Peter. Uh, so even though you
3: let's enter spoiler territory. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think, think already said. said. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was, I was messing with my notes. Yeah, <laughs> so, um,
4: so even though we did have the description in the book of payment and we're going to raise payment and he wants a boy body, um, Everything else we were seeing told us something else was going on. But
2: see, we got that book late, though. Yeah,
0: like way we, late. we got the yeah.
2: book. Like yeah. we saw that it was something to do with ghosts and spiritualism. We got that, and you're right, Donna, because we do get. Uh, you know, you do think, okay, Charlie is wanting revenge on Peter. That is what she wants. This is what's going on, and it's not till that fucking. Last act that you're like, oh shit, Peter's in trouble.
3: Actually, <laughs> there is a bit when, there, when she's looking at the stuff about Paimon when it says that he wants a male body and will feed or will um, focus on the most vulnerable. vulnerable yeah. there, what's happening is I believe the grandmother is making Peter vulnerable. Yeah. By okay. haunting him with agree. Charlie, mm. like Charlie, okay, okay. because because here's the thing, Charlie was never there. There is no Charlie. The always... moment that Charlie was born, I guess she was. A lot of
0: this is meeting the movie more than halfway because yeah. the movie's just like.
3: Think whatever you want to think. I'm hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, so the I know that Charlie was never there because I've read articles. Well, yeah. I was gonna say um, the Buzzfeed article does never
5: there is right though because I think
3: the the Tony
5: Collette's character has that speech where she's talking about when her mother was part of her life and when her mother wasn't, and she wasn't before mm-hmm. Charlie was born. So I think she took Charlie as an infant and turned her into Paymon,
3: according to the director whose name escapes me at the moment, Ari Aster. Aster. Ari Aster. Uh, Charlie was never there. Okay. Um, Charlie, like, there's never been there. There is a girl who was displaced. We never see her. The family has probably not met her.
4: And I think okay. the mother came into the family specifically because, uh, yeah. Charlie and
3: yeah. and um the mom, the mom, not the grandmother. The mom says, "I didn't let, or she wasn't in my life when my son was born, so I let her have my daughter."
0: Which, again, sort of like, is, like... Really poor phrasing. Yeah. yeah. It's
3: really poor phrasing, but at the same time, I'm like, bitch, if you don't... If somebody's yeah. not okay to be around one kid, they're not okay around to be around the other kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so... so um,
0: Which makes me wonder about certain other characters' motivations. I.e., the husband, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. I yeah. forget
3: what I was saying here, but... So I think that it was the grandmother fu- okay. specifically fucking with Peter to put him in a position... Where he could become the host. See, yeah. And during
1: the movie, uh, I thought Gabriel Byrne was about to lose it because he was always like just so, like he was kind of the rock. He was the one not not freaking out or not displaying it outwardly. You could mm-hmm. tell he was freaking out on the inside a little bit. Um, and so I was just like, why didn't, why didn't they have Paimon go after him? He's a male... You know, because I mean, it's earlier...
3: hereditary.
0: Also, uh, <laughs> also, okay. also the young. wrong sort of the More wrong horrible. title for
3: this movie. Yeah. like the title is one of the things that. Should I get into my? Can I? Can I bring my soapbox out now? Real quick, because the title uh, the title is part of my soapbox. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so my big problem with this movie came when she goes to the grief council or the the
0: Brief grief support, support group.
3: group. And and she mentions that her mother had DID, and her brother had schizophrenia, and du- du- And she goes on this list that essentially establishes a history of mental illness in the family. First off, DID is a personality disorder, not anything that you have a genetic predisposition to, mm-hmm. but what the fuck ever. So, what, what time out here, When I appreciate you telling me what DID
2: is, because I had no fucking clue b- when, societal she,
0: identity, when
2: she said that, I'm like... And I'm sitting here going, dementia,
3: dementia... and You know, I'm trying to figure out a
2: way to make dementia work with that. And then when she says dementia, I'm like,
3: nope, not it, Kinsey.
2: Anyway, Uh, I'm sorry, continue. He
3: was right. It's dissociative identity disorder. It is... um, It used to be known known
4: as... Multiple personality
3: disorder. (gasps) However, it is not what you think of when you hear multiple personality disorder. The reason they changed it is because... What it, what, what, multiple personality disorder more is for the people who believe that it's an actual thing, uh, because there is some debate about that, um, is when you have been through a lot of trauma and you dissociate, you just kind of like go away, to another place and you are on autopilot, mm-hmm. um, and so it can lead to depersonaliz- depersonalization and um, all sorts of stuff. It's it's ungood. <laughs> it's it's bad. It's bad, um, but uh, anyway. So yeah, but it's not a genet- It's not anything that you have a pre, uh, genetic predisposition to, like schizophrenia.
4: It was throwing out a red herring, that
0: just I- one.
3: <laughs> Go ahead. It
4: was, it was throwing out a red herring that didn't. It didn't need to, but because because I knew that there was mental illness in the family after the accident when Peter was just staring blankly into space and not talking to people, I thought, oh, that's what this movie is going to be about. Peter's going to break. Peter, Peter, Peter has schizophrenia. And And that would
3: be a very good... And he's uh, he's
4: breaking down. A point for a break. and uh, Trigger. And so I felt like it was um, a misdirection as to what was going on.
3: And here's my problem with that misdirection, is that this movie does a thing that a lot of horror movies do where it's like Look at these crazy people. They're dangerous and violent. And fuck you. Because people with mental illnesses are more likely to be the victims of violence than the perpetrators of violence. And that was the moment where I was like, I'm fucking done with this movie. And I'm actually angry. Mm-hmm. Because all they had to do was not say that fucking line and not call it goddamn hereditary.
4: Yeah.
3: Because mm-hmm. they say that line and it draws... It It forced, forced me... And I, I assume that I am not so weird that it didn't do this to anybody else. To draw a line between like, oh, this is about mental illness. At the end of this movie, are they crazy or did this really happen? And I just am very upset by that. I think that I
4: was
1: not present enough to, to get angry about it because I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going right. on yeah. So, yeah. so for so long in that movie. Um, That some of these things, like, I'm just now picking up on as you're telling, you know, as you're stating it, and I'm just like. It's almost
0: like a cinematic Rorschach test. Like, you. you, Yeah! It's so uncommitted to. Like, your reading on it is perfectly valid, but I never got any of that seeing the movie because you just see what you want to see, and that. Like, Ryan and I talked about it a little bit. It's not committing to anything mm-hmm. in particular. I mean, that's, I think, one of its I've deeper read, flaws. I've read
3: things where Ari Aster talks about um, that that stuff actually did happen. Right. And I'm like, well, you don't get to say Dumbledore. that now. Yeah. yeah like, as, yeah. as a writer, right. you don't... It's like It's like J.K. Rowling saying Dumbledore was gay. Right. You can say that, but fucking show it to me. Yeah, you it, it can't, wasn't established. Yeah, you can't just be like, "Well, this could have happened, so it happened." Right.
0: And also, I think once an artist produces something that's out there, his ex post facto <laughs> uh, interpretations of it it doesn't don't matter. Lie. Yeah, yeah,
3: you don't get to tell your. It's yeah. like it's like what we say at our critique group all the time. You're not going to be sitting next to the viewers yeah. or the readers, being like this is what's happening. Although he sort of
0: is because he has all these interviews that he's Uh, done. But I think in the context of watching the movie, yes, absolutely. You're not... Because, I mean, I haven't read any articles and I'm like, "Eh, I don't think he directed the same movie I watched.
4: Ryan, you look like you have some brilliance to drop on us. Um, I got
5: frustrated... I get frustrated with the mental illness thing in horror movies too. Like, I watched The Visit yesterday and -hmm. it was a pretty good movie until it revealed there are ex-mental patients who were killing people. Mm -hmm. And that was frustrating. But in this one, I felt like it wasn't that the people actually had mental illness. It was that they were possessed by demons as well and were diagnosed with those things.
3: I got that too. Like, like, I, I, like I felt like that's what it wanted to be saying. But at the same time, like, the historical context of this Fair stuff yeah. is sort of what upsets me about it. Sure.
5: Um, I had, uh, my concerns are veiled in, um... It's a transgender story that never addresses that in almost any way. Because oh my god! it's is in I had a the female body and just kills the female body <laughs> to become a male, but also kills both of its parents. And I don't know if Ari Aster is trying to comment on like oh, yeah. transgender experience. Um, I, I don't know how to comment on it, and I would not try to as an artist. Um, but it seems like he's saying that the way transgender people change... Kills everyone in their family, right. huh. like like somehow um, transitioning is a violent act in and of itself. Yeah, like, yeah. and mm. like lights your father on fire and makes your mother cut her own head off. I don't know what the tool she used to do that. It was. looked like piano
3: wire. It looked like piano, piano wire, wire, and I was very confused because I was like, "You would not be doing that There is for this long." There is a she
5: medical to cut her head off to get Paimon out. Because I think your head has to come out for Paimon to leave the body. Is that oh. what?
3: Yeah, I was like, that why was is definitely yeah, in her bed? at this
0: point.
5: Paimon's definitely in her. Because at I point. guess she well, had to go
3: somewhere after Charlie.
5: No, you remember when it changed too with that changed. Latin implantation and yeah. the, all the stuff. And then when I think there's like some uh, element of like they have to be knocked out of their body with enough upsetness. And she does that when she throws the book in the fire and Gabriel Byrne just...
1: I am definitely going to need to see this movie again now. Like, I mean, you don't. don't. You don't. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, I'm going to say no, Deb. You gonna... do what, what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah, That I... is super interesting and I'm glad you're here. I had <laughs> I had a similar thought that there is... Because my first reaction to the superior male body was, oh, fuck you, followed yeah. by, oh, you know what? Paimon's not in the body that he, he wants prefers. to be in. Yeah. And I was like, okay, there's there's something there, but it also could have been handled a lot differently.
2: Well, there's a lot of things with this film that could have had a more delicate hand. Yeah. yeah. And Like the all of it? Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like and the whole fucking thing. That and a
0: more certain hand. Yeah. Because yeah. there's like all of these things are true, but none of them can be true because all of them are true. And then I there's really... hate and love and...
4: I really liked the left turn comment because I felt like that really did kind of because there was there was a long period of time where I'm like, I'm not sure what this movie is. This it was is an a,
3: hour before it became a horror movie. This is
4: a family tragedy. Yeah. It's oh, I think this is this is fucking literary. Oh, no. Oh,
3: <laughs> I was. I think I was already set to be annoyed to a certain extent because it was a goddamn literary story. It was a beautifully shot literary story, but I'm in the theater. I'm like, all right, I've heard great things about this movie. I'm going to be scared. And then I'm like, whew, man, what time is it? I have never checked my watch so many times in a movie. And I know that I am particularly impatient when it comes to... Like stories, like I want to be able to say this is what this story is about very early on. And I feel like this movie was purposefully not doing that, but the knowledge that it was purposeful did not make me any less frustrated. See, and I
2: think that's what's, I think that's also what's annoying with this film is that. It it purpose like you said it's it's a purposely done because it, it kind of teases you a little bit because you see the kind of the creepy grandma in the corner at the very beginning and I mean that's look. like my first note is like okay they're here to play is, is that
4: the grandma in the corner yeah I've, I've been so spending
0: every day after that trying to figure out oh, who yeah. the figure yeah. was in there that was her I,
4: and I, I, she had a very distinctive look uh-huh. and. Yeah, there was something about the shape of that ghost in the corner was was definitely her. I, mean, I
2: could tell from the haircut. Yeah. Know, like. yeah. And see, that was my whole thing was like, okay, they're here to play. Cool. I'm, I'm in. And then... And then it's a
3: fucking hour before a, anything
2: else goddamn happens. And then it becomes a movie about family drama and grief. And I'm like, are you... F- Fucking kidding me! I don't need to see a family unravel. I've got one of my <laughs> own. Thank, Thank you life. very much. A <laughs>
5: twenty-four doesn't do their movies any favors with the way they market it. They had that right. thing there—the viral post they tried to make, where it was like, "This is like two hours of exercise because you can get your heart rate up. This is the scariest movie mm-hmm. of all time." And then there's this hour of meditation on grief. And there's nothing wrong with the movie starting with an hour of meditation on grief. But A24 is out there just lying. Yeah, that's down. the thing, that's yeah. like, like
3: I, I, I got to the movie and I was like, this is not the movie I was sold.
0: Right. Yeah. No. The, Can I
3: point out I, Mac thing? has been trying to talk for yeah, a I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> now,
4: no, say your thing. I have an observation to make, but say your thing.
0: Okay. Well, uh, this sort of oddly fragmented plot structure has a certain kinship to Psycho. We talked about this last time. That was Again, what I was about to say.
2: Okay. <laughs> Are y'all telling? Now they're a, sharing the brain. Yeah.
0: The, uh, but the thing about Psycho is that it starts as sort of this thriller about mm. this woman stealing money, which can be a fun story. Whereas Hereditary starts with everything that is wrong, mm-hmm. and then tries to be the horror movie. Yeah. 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 I had I same had structure
5: the th- as uh, Don't Look Now and. Uh, Possession by Andrzej Zawofsky from like 1982, I yeah. want to say. Yeah,
2: well, and see, and I've heard the Don't Look Now comparison. I, yeah. That was one of the first comparisons I've heard. Was that, and I was like, okay.
4: But yeah, I had the I had the psycho thought with the uh, the character that we thought was going to be right. a central character dying early on, um, right? And <laughs> um, it's interesting because at almost the same time. You know what? I'm about to spoil a new Stephen King story, so I'm I'm not. I'm just gonna not. Never mm-hmm. mind.
0: My Something thought,
3: similar oh. happens. But
0: the thing that Hitchcock did that this movie doesn't is he gives gives us two different movies that are both kind
3: of fun. Yeah. You know, Josh Whedon talks about this um, with the the humor and the horror mm-hmm. and how you balance them. And in old horror movies, you'll see a lot of like sexiness and horror. Right. And I think the thing is is that the horror can catch you off guard when you have an opposing. Feeling there, like, right. like, it's or to, like, yeah. like humor, but when you're, when the feeling that you're balancing it off of is just garbage, I think I want to die, Yeah. then it gets to the horror, and I'm like, I'm just glad that that's over, it's, man. Like, <laughs> Peter's in a better fucking place.
0: It's, it's hard to startle somebody who's depressed.
3: Yes. I
5: don't
0: know if anyone else had
5: this feeling. It was like, Thank God she's gonna fuck up her life because I need something that's not grief to happen. Right
3: yes, it's, yes. It's
5: like, please call the demon into your family. I
3: was <laughs> like, this <laughs> lady showed up like forty-five minutes late to this
2: movie. Well, I have to talk about the spiritualism angle because this is one of my
3: favorite parts. Oh, of... before we before we get there, okay. I wanted to go back. I realized that my problem with this hour of grief is it's playing coy. Yeah. yeah, I talked about this on our, particularly on our, if you ever listened, <laughs> to our Ginger Snaps episode. Um, I really don't like it when movies play coy with me, like, Ha ha ha, he was attacked by a wild animal! What could it be? It's a fucking werewolf! I saw the trailer for the movie, it's a goddamn werewolf, let's move on with it. Or like... I don't know, I thought he was dead, but I saw him walking around, it's a zombie or a vampire, just move on with the plot, I don't need the discovery, because I have like, 50 goddamn years of people discovering the supernatural thing, just get on with the fucking movie, no, and this played coy, where it was like, what's this gonna be about, I'm like, I saw the trailer just give me the story now see i don't think this film played coy on that angle because
2: i've read a bunch of shit about that like the spiritualism stuff like i knew there was ghosts and possessions coming like it was coming and i then, knew it was coming too I'm, I'm, an hour saying, into the movie. but i'm saying i think with this particular film you and i maybe uh have a little bit more knowledge than say joe Schmo
1: coming in on the streets the debbie that a, That I'm is not Joe Schmo. I'm a little Joe Schmo. There's yeah, just, like like for example, She's Joe ish My my thought, or one of my thoughts, was this is a slow burn movie, but not not a good slow burn. Like, and now it's I'm a gonna slow show... burn, but
0: you feel every burn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel burn.
5: <I'm>... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, now, my Joe Schmonis is going to come out as I as I say, Kenzie, Please name or anybody, please name some good slow burn movies. Or
2: um, House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill. Don't look. Now. look uh, Don't look. Now is another good one. Um, Audition. Uh, yeah.
0: Audition. Okay, so, so there's
1: my Joe Schmoeness. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not good with the off the cuff
0: these movies, but the, the original Halloween has a certain slow burn quality yeah. to it. Yeah. But that um, may almost be a pacing issue more than <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I, but
1: okay. I, I I'm with Donna. Yeah. yeah.
3: I like I, I really I think, think slowburn long- movies may yeah, be my yeah. favorite. The Abyss, which is maybe yes. only a horror movie to me because no. the ocean oh, is terrifying. Yeah. I, I love, love The Abyss
4: yeah. so yeah. much.
3: But I needed my, my more crazy Michael Bean in the
2: Abyss than fucking water aliens. I wanted more of like the real the like, water
3: aliens terrified the shit out
2: of let me. me. Let me put it to you this way.
0: Less if text real for CGI. Yeah. Let
2: me put it to you this way. If I want more Real life horror than actual fi- fictional horror. That's a problem, Uncle Jimmy. But that's a whole
1: other issue. Uncle <laughs> so Jimmy. when uh,
2: we We're are one-
4: super caffeinated, yes yeah. we are.
1: <laughs> yes, it's kicking in. So once they finally got to the point where I guess the horror parts start. The point. Started- no, you could have just said your setup there. Point, um, I, w- I will give this movie credit in that for me, uh, and I think this was again after the point the cinematography got really or er, a lot darker. And it had me scanning the shadows, hardcore, like shit's going on up here and I'm going what's going on back there. Which is
3: really good because that's actually important later on. And
1: then also you talked about Ryan, um, the, the thing, the, I guess the marketing saying this is going to get your heart rate up. My heart rate was up, but once I realized it was because the music was doing this really low, and I was going, this is the anxiety thing look I'm getting like goosebumps talking yes, about it because I don't like it mm-hmm. it causes me anxiety like when they do that and once I realized that's what it was it was not the story that made my heart rate just go up and me be on the edge of my seat it was the freaking music mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and the music was good and I, and I think that there were a lot of really good elements of yeah this, so. and that's and I think that's what pisses me off about this film is that there's a lot of beats that they did that work and there's a lot of beats where they just shit the bed and I that that
4: annoys me. I am I'm going to wrap us back around to what Kenzie was getting ready to say oh. with, with a nice segue which is that I am Sorry. developing a short list of people that I always want to see movies with and Ryan is now on that list because he he really punctuates a movie nicely.
2: I have to second the Ryan, but I'm also going to throw in Donna because they both were fantastic. I sat beside them both,
3: and it was glorious. On top of that, I've heard stories about Mac crawling yes. out of seats. There, so, there was a lady. I went to go see it by myself, and there was a lady sitting next to me that was that was doing the whole. Oh no! Don't go in there. <laughs> I,
0: I, I saw it by myself too, and of course, my legendary status of picking the absolute wrong screening yeah, to go yeah. see a movie. It was me and a 40 to 50-ish woman with her aging mother.
3: Oh, why? Wow. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Did right. They,
3: okay, so now I'm wondering, what trailer did they see? Was this like a heartwarming yeah. story? <laughs>
0: Half an hour in, they're weeping openly.
3: Oh,
0: yeah. <gasps> Both of them. They did not make it to the end of the movie. <laughs> like, I was the only one in the the theater. See, okay, after it this was is over. how
3: I know that I'm fucking jaded as shit. Yeah. Because I actually, like, the only emotion I really felt during this movie was like anger and annoyance, and like, I don't know. I've watched tons of those movies on like the most disturbing movies, and I'm always like, huh. So, but like this movie, at no point was I ever like, ooh. I've. I, so I, had a I was. Bit we were of the,
4: we were sitting there, and at at the point. Um, almost exactly the point that that head hit the telephone that was the,
3: That was the one
4: scene. Ryan goes, fuck! <laughs> and then he slams a hand over his face. And uh, I don't think you moved for another five minutes. I don't think there was just... a movement out of you for five I was, minutes. From I will say, I had a seat. very,
3: very similar reaction because I, like, I was like, oh no, deer in the road, she's going to fall out of the... Oh, no, not going to fall out of the car. Yeah. And then I just sat there like... With my head in my hands watching the screen that whole time because dude, fucking Alex Wolf in this scene. Yeah. yeah dude, like I
4: was reminded of uh, when we were talking about Psycho about how there were some scenes that happened just to give the audience a moment to right. recover. And I felt like Alex Wolf just staring mm-hmm. out the windshield was that for the because the whole audience is just like <gasps>
0: Right, you couldn't fit you, any plot in that moment because yeah. no. nobody would be paying attention. No. Yeah, did yeah.
1: you guys realize immediately? And maybe this, yeah, you know, maybe this was just apparent, and I didn't quite get it at first. I did not realize she had been decapitated. Because no. when he glanced in the mirror, yeah. I thought she just hit I... hit the pole, hit the car, Yeah, and I was like, okay, I didn't see anything go
3: flying. That's what my sister said, too. Okay, I did. Like, immediately oh, okay. I was like, well, she's dead. I knew she, I knew was, she dead. was dead.
0: I knew she was but, dead, but decapitated. I, I, I knew she was decapitated.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, Because and so when they shot back to the head, I was like, oh, God! At yeah, you know, yeah, could... that moment,
0: like, oh, that's a little gratuitous. Yeah. And when we get to the end, I'm like, oh, Here's that's that right, because
4: they did it. Because yeah. yeah. of the pigeon... I was looking for decapitation. Okay. Okay.
3: Here's the thing. I think, and I'm not certain, but I think there was a quick shot right after her head hits the pole where it showed it leaving her shoulders. Okay. But I think that there is a good chance a large portion of the audience was blinking during that point. Probably so. Like, Like, I am very difficult to hit with a scare. And so when it happened for me, I was like, like my reaction to that was not to blink, but to go <gasps> and like <laughs> eyes wider, looking at the screen. Whereas, think, so I think I, I could be wrong. I could be just like inserting that memory in there, but it feels like there was. Ryan. This is a
0: movie that invites a lot of head canon, so it's
3: yeah. possible <laughs> yeah.
5: to imagine that. Yeah. Go ahead, right? I think the reason this scene was so good and it scared you so much, but it wasn't shot as a scare. It was shot like as a drama, because we never see. I mean, if yeah. we do see the yeah. head come off. We see Alex, uh, Alex is his name, right? Uh, Peter, Peter is his character's name. Yeah. name. And then he drives home, and it's so realistic to, like, if I I was 17 and I was backing out of a space, and I scraped my car against the other car, and I did the same exact thing. I, like, looked at it, and I was like, this is fine! And, <laughs> I, and I sat for, like, a half hour before I said anything to anyone.
3: Yeah. I, the I thought very... that was
5: so realistic. Yeah, I think that's why it hits so hard, because it feels so... It's not shot for like, wrong turn four would show that head splattering like a watermelon. Yeah.
3: You know, the very first X car, I think you're right, because the first car accident I ever got into, my tie rod end broke on my car, and it mm. just hit a parked car, and just, like, from the back all the way to the front, just, mm. and um, I pulled my car over because the tie rod end was broken, and that was all it would do, and I sat in my car for a minute, and then I got out of my car, and I walked home. Because I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm fucking 16. I have no idea what is supposed to come next. And apparently, somebody called the police because they're like, You just walked away. And I was like, But my car was there? Like, <laughs> I, I wasn't being really
4: clever about it. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's registered to me. You can find me. But, um, but yeah, like, I love, like, and his acting in that was just so fucking good. I, like, How he kept sort of like glancing in the rearview mirror, but never actually looking back there and then Mm -hmm. back at the road. And then when he goes, okay, we're okay. And then he starts driving. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, fuck, baby, you are not okay. I think yeah. that kind of sums up that movie oh fuck baby you're not okay <laughs> I think that can be everybody in that well, film and I will say that I think that, that whole scene was some of my like my favorite point in the movie because the tension was so big yeah. he goes home and then you're like what's good oh he's just going to bed Jesus and then yeah. you're all
0: waking up and she's like I'll be back in 20 minutes and his face is like Yeah, and like just—it's never gonna be the same after this. Just
3: fucking dead. Like he's just so not that. That is did, guys. Yeah, Yeah. I I want
4: to introduce. Well, it's not lighter because you all know how I feel about this shit. I have written down in my notes three different times that dog better be okay. (laughs) That is the cutest dog, and he lasts two hours. What was that dog of a two-hour and seven-minute movie? He was either a border collie or a border collie mix. I. And a little bit fat. He was, was a little bit I fat. I forgot
1: that that dog was there. He was going yeah. on in the background for so long. I was like,
3: somebody check on the door. You know, like, like Daddy I forgot I forgot mad. the dog was there. Someone so that, that when the dog, the dog, the dog is in <laughs> Peter's room, in that scene when the mom comes in and she's like yeah. sleepwalking at Peter and then the dog is at the door barking. I was like, where the fuck did that dog come from? Somebody needs to, like, a- address this dog situation. <laughs> I think I
5: did the thing that, like, every movie that has dogs in it and every book that has dogs in it does wrong, where the dog is only there when the narrative wants the dog there. You're like, yeah. I have a dog. That dog is with me. Ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, that, that, I'm that dog home.
3: is following me from room to room. I am turning around and running into that fucking that dog. That
5: dog walks up to the bathroom door and collapses against it if I close it. Yeah. Like that dog's not going away if there's a demon. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah exactly. If I had a demon in my house, my dog would be like, "Yo, yo, there's a thing. Hey, right. hey, I know I follow you a lot anyway, but seriously, had did it, you?" It, or or or
0: or it be, had it been a cat, though. Perfect.
3: Oh, yeah. How does it a
0: and cat? Like, no, nah, I'm out. I'm going to...
3: If a cat you showed up... You haven't met
2: my cats? Because my cats are like, where are you going? What are you doing? Is I'm... it a
0: dog named my cat?
2: Or... No, no, no. no. <laughs> I have two cats. I have two cats. And both of them are like, what are
3: you doing? Hey,
2: oh, you want some privacy? No. We're going to lay on you like this. I think I've decided... If a cat
3: showed up in a movie for one single scene, I'd be like, that family has a pet cat. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to start naming
4: this the Dammit Kinsey rating <laughs> of yes. a movie...
1: Or did this fall on the on the kinsey? One, rating? there
4: was one kinsey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Unlike the thing, there was, oh. right? was at least five. At least five, at
1: five.
2: <laughs> Um So to kind of reiterate, kind of jumping back to sitting by fantastic people in this film here. <laughs> one, I got the fucking stereo because I heard it from Ryan and I heard it from Billy when the car crash happened. It was great, and they're both and I'm sitting there like this, just my hand over my mouth, just agape, and. I have to tell the story about when Tony Collette and uh, Alex Wolf start go- tearing into each other. Not at the dinner table. Not at the dinner table. But when she's in, in his bedroom. When so, she's dreaming. Yeah, when she's dreaming okay. in his bedroom. Oh, God. And it was like I, I never mean, wanted to yeah. see your mother. I was like, yeah. no, shut up.
3: <laughs> oh no, no, no,
2: it's no, no. true. <laughs> no, no, no. Donna, our our lovely Donna. The the movie is silent because everyone's having that reaction of. Shut the fuck up, Tony Collette. Don't say that out loud. (laughs) And Donna goes, "Ah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And it was just great.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. I just kept thinking, you're the worst mom. Okay, I want to get into her being the worst mom in a little bit, but. Uh, thank no, God like,
4: that was a dream. I just want to say thank for, God that was a stereo, dream. For stereo, I
0: have one interjection. The one really effective jump scare, and it was not because the movie designed it that way, it's because of where I sat. I sat in the far left rear of the, the theater, and the first time he's in the classroom and he starts oh, to unravel, yeah. and there's a. Of course, that's all rear left speaker <laughs> <laughs> which is two feet from my head yeah so it sounds like it's sitting right oh, there with me like
3: that the surround
4: so. sound in those scenes yeah. was super effective
3: the, the sound movie. design like this movie was so put together sweet. so yeah. goddamn well although A
0: quiet place is still gonna beat it at, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
3: yeah
2: yeah but that's the whole thing that once again goes back to this is the things that pissed me off the sound design is beautiful like mm-hmm. it, it's so effective the shots to me felt like you were looking into
3: an actual dollhouse like you, yes well yeah. i mean well and they did a lot of tilt shift yeah on like the house whenever they showed like establishing shots of the house it was tilt shifted to make it look smaller or it was actually smaller i yeah. i yeah. Or it was a dollhouse yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah, so, they and they
4: used those little mini dioramas and, great effect.
2: And that's and that's, I think that's a lot of my frustration is there's a lot of... And I said it earlier, I know, but there's a lot of beats that hit really well and then they shit the bed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's go to... I abortion. don't even know if they
0: shit the bed or they just kind of went, eh. I think they did exactly okay. what they yeah. wanted to
5: do.
3: I just yeah. don't want
5: them to do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Ryan. I'm with Ryan. Okay. I, think, I, think, I don't think they shit the bed. I think they they... They did what they wanted, and I'm just like, I didn't want this.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I already have a hate relationship with A24 after they tricked me with It Comes at Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm already, if it's something they do, I'm already super suspicious, and they super tricked me with this one. Like, you know, he like, talks no, it's
5: about it right before the movie.
2: Yeah. And it's like they did, you know, they're like, it's doing a lot of good stuff on festivals. Another podcast group I listen to that we have similar taste. Really liked it. They got to see it at the Overlook Film Festival. And so I was like, okay, A24, you're trying to redeem yourself with
3: me. Cool. All right. We'll be cool. And then, eh. <laughs> I, I wish don't... that we could have somehow, like the mic could have somehow picked up that shrug. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Can we Can we talk about her, her as a mom? I think we need to. Because. Oof. Man, she's bad at this. Like, yeah. like if you ever want to prove that there's nothing that makes you be like I suddenly know how to parent it's this fucking woman right here like but she even said though, she, I don't think she ever wanted to be a mom and I think that's very
0: specific I mean, yeah. That, yeah yeah
3: no I mean I get that um
5: and In her defense, she's definitely grieving throughout the whole movie, so I don't yeah. think we're seeing like her at her best no. at any point.
3: Well, no, but put that no, but there is no, the a moment—the moment that I was like, "Fuck you, lady!" is when she's talking to Joan, and Joan says, "How's your relationship with your son?" And what is Tony Collette's character's name?
0: Annie. Annie. Annie.
3: Annie. That's right. And Annie goes, "Well, okay." I used to sleepwalk. I don't anymore. I don't anymore. But this one time, and he just won't let it go. I tried to kill him. I woke up (laughs) next to his bed, and I... And and it was when he and Charlie still shared a bed, and they were covered head to toe with turpentine, and I woke myself up lighting the match, and he woke up too, and he just doesn't understand that I was sleepwalking, and I'm like, holy shit! I want to
4: say, this is a thing... I would not get over anytime soon.
3: I That's, would never I yeah. do like I'm like Gabriel Byrne, gather your fucking children and leave the house because she is suffering Blast. from long-term <laughs> psychotic post-traumatic de- something. Postpartum depression probably brought on by like PTSD or some I don't know P- like postpartum depression. Is one of the ones that can be really bad, and, and, and you should get your children out of there because it's clearly not going away. I wanted to point
1: out that as you were narrating that, I realized that was also how Kylo Ren, as we know him, was created.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay, so, Dibby. so, this is the second movie this year that we have tied back to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I, was
5: I just want sure. to withdraw my defense because I forgot about that paint thinner scene. <laughs> Maybe we didn't see her at her best, but we didn't see her at her worst either.
3: Yeah, like we did not see her at her worst. And like in the way that she tried to defend it, like this one time. And I think she also left
1: out because I believe, and I may be wrong about timeline when this happened, but I think it was later where she was having the dream where she was, you know, saying, I didn't want to be your mother. And then by the end of it, um, they were covered in turpentine i don't or you know they were both wet which i assumed i was like oh this is what really happened she didn't just cover them in turpentine and stuff she's <gasps> told him i didn't i never wanted to be her mother oh. and that is why he will not let it go or partially why he will not let it go yes it was an attempt on his fucking life but on top of that that makes sense she, yeah. she never
4: loved him you yeah. know? Mm.
1: and so anyway that's just how i And how could that.
0: you
4: not love that kid he was adorable
3: you're so cute okay,
0: those two kids aren't related
3: Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm
0: just gonna put that flag out. Here's yeah. the,
3: that was my one. Co- like, okay. okay, Alex Wolf fucking knocked out of the park. He was so good. He is not a member of that family.
0: Dude. Right. I was like, okay, so I'm, I'm waiting for that plot twist. Oh, you were adopted, and you were adopted from a demon family. Yeah. <laughs> that might have
2: improved my viewing of yeah. that movie if that that
0: line reading. From yeah.
2: You <laughs> I might have been like, all right, you get a pass. Okay. The demon that wacky, completely
4: guy. random. Comment by the way, as we were watching some trailers before this film, I have learned that I cannot see Jason Clark on film (laughs) without hearing Max voice another dumb white guy. (laughs) (laughs) She said that, and I started giggling. (laughs) And it's a very serious trailer. that's and I'm sitting here going, (laughs) (laughs) so
3: he'll
0: never live that down.
3: Um. I want us to not be an hour and a half. So. Okay. I have one more thing I want to talk about. Okay. I do want to talk about how the plot was seeded throughout. Okay. They drop things at the beginning that they bring back at the end. They did a very good job of putting things in there. Yeah. And every time somebody's like, this didn't make sense. I'm like, well, actually, at the beginning, they did blah, blah, blah. And so I feel like they did a really fantastic job of putting that in there. I just wish I liked the movie. Like, very good use of inventory. Like the
4: nut allergy story. Um, I I agree that we have some issues with why don't you carry your EpiPen around. But um, I thought they were really, they did that really well. There was no, as you know, Bob, she has a severe nut allergy. So if she eats nuts, she would die. They didn't do that. They were just like, does that have nuts? Does that have nuts? We don't have the EpiPen. And then you didn't hear it again.
3: That, I felt like it was a little bit close though. Like, does that have nuts in it? Because we don't have the EpiPin. And I'm like, you could have just asked if that has nuts in it. But
0: Tony Collette's energy is very close. It's like, what's this, a seance? I can do seances now.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a medium now.
0: Yeah.
4: That's
2: so true, when that true. part true. happened, Billy leans over to me and goes, that's not how it works, Tony Collette. <laughs> <laughs> and I was cracking up. I have a lot of humor with, around me with this film.
4: Yeah.
2: No, I do agree, though. This film does telegraph things very well, like the symbol. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, immediately, that first pan, I'm already watching for that symbol. As the, as the movie yes. goes on, anywhere I see it, I'm like, because I saw it on the telephone pole. It's like, they were
4: both wearing the yeah.
3: necklace. It was um, all over the place. I do have a problem with Paimon. What
0: well, does he that? do? He gives knowledge to people who and, give him
3: fealty. I, nice. like, it
0: comes from I the want my past. eye roll to be audioed. Yeah,
3: I want your eye roll. Like, just, we'll <laughs> just roll some marbles across yeah. the table. The question I question have like written was... in my
0: notebook
5: for like what the thing is. They kept talking about the great riches. And at the very end, you see Grandma's photo with Queen underneath. Is that what they got? Is that the riches? Like, what were the riches? <laughs> what were, yeah. I mean,
3: that comes I, mean, I like just a put Queen in front of my with name. With a gigantic hey, house. Queen Debbie. Find us next
0: year in Hereditary 2.
3: <laughs> How <laughs> are you doing, <laughs> Queen Mac? Uh, oh. Oh, Queen God. Ryan? <laughs> well. Um, yeah, they kept talking about riches and stuff, and I'm just, but, like, Pyman just really stands there looking yeah. bewildered. Like, even as Charlie, Pyman's just like, ah, oh, the world. Well, and he's supposed. Well, I thought. But on he's been d- in Charlie for like fourteen fucking years yeah. now. Like he should have his shit together and by in now. The, in
1: the book, when they were reading it, doesn't doesn't it say he's like a demon of mischief or whatever. Yeah, I don't, and so yeah, I, I thought he just wouldn't be here to cause mayhem or whatever. Um, but and some, Charlie was like the least active goddamn creature <laughs> ever. Right. Yeah. It was, she was just spectating everything. It seemed like just kind of mm-hmm. like oh. he
3: was displaced because Charlie was a chick. I did like. But like, he—that's he the same thing he did when he was in Peter. Like, if we assume that he is in Peter, and Peter's not just in fucking shock, then he just stands there and, like, turns awkwardly and looks at people wide-eyed and doesn't really blink. I thought maybe it was because they referred to
1: him, you know, they were kind of telling him who he is. You know, you are Paimon. You're here. And so I was like, okay, now he is fully reincarnated. He's waking up. Paimon?
3: Paimon? I'm I you. don't know. I'm not sure. yeah. okay. But he was—I was as like, I think what they yeah. said. I just yeah. logic
1: it as okay. This is just him fully reincarnated. He now has full awareness of himself. Um, but I also liked the callback to when Charlie had drawn the picture of the bird with the crown, mm-hmm. and at the end of the movie, uh, Peter had that nose splint that was yellow like a beak. Mm. And the crown, Aww. they put the crown. On him. That's nice. So I was, you know, I was mm. just like,
4: oh, see what they did there. A bit of trivia, and I've heard two different versions of this story, so I don't know which one is true. But for the uh, for the scene where he bashes his head into the desk, um, the one version of the notes, uh, the one version I I read said that the. It just wasn't soft enough. The other version was that um, he expected it to be soft, and I don't know if somebody screwed up and didn't put the soft desk out, but it was it was a fully hard desk. And at either, at either way, the blood that was running down his face was... His blood? His blood. Oh, I oh, knew.
3: No. Well, kudos to him for, like... Continuing on scene. with the scene. Yeah. Although, I think that I went actually ha- react to that. I was going to say, in that, re- in that situation, I feel like had I just laid my head on a desk, my reaction, regardless of if I was acting or not, would probably be yeah. back the fuck away and whimper. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah.
0: All
3: right.
2: Oh. Mac, you wanted to talk about Gabriel Byrne, his character.
0: Uh, that's going to be our poll. Oh, that's going to be our okay. poll. Okay, and, okay. and Ryan is super
4: polite about
5: quickly about... Um, I think the thing I like most about this movie was it didn't have any suspense. It was all dread. Um, Because, like, Halloween has a ton of suspense where, like, Michael is raising the knife up and he's going to try to stab the girl, but she's probably going to dodge it the first time. There's going to be a whole fight, and it's all about whether the person's going to get away or not. Mm -hmm. This movie had no option to get away. Yeah. It was just pure dread. Like, this is going to happen, and it showed us what was going to happen and then just
0: made us watch it. Yeah. And it was miserable, but it was absolutely hitting its nose. Halloween's like a car chase. This is, like getting stuck on the train tracks and seeing the train coming for you. Yes. yes.
4: Like the scene when she was up on the wall behind him. Oh, yeah. And there was it was not subtle. I mean, it was not no, huh? is there something on the wall behind him? It was like, no, no, there she is. She's Paimon. Yeah, I'm Paimon now. Yeah.
5: But
3: the but the framing was so good and the fact that yeah. they had her out of focus was so good. I did think that they lingered on some stuff too long. Like whenever they were showing us that, that naked smiling guy, I was like, okay, cut. Cut
1: (laughs) Cut We see the creepy guy We see him We see I get it He's there And all those Okay okay, now we're moving (laughs) Every time they showed The naked people They were all like pant laughing they were like <laughs> and i was like <laughs> what
0: is this
3: like i wondered about <laughs> I that
0: they're, they're going to get their riches from <laughs> i guess it was, Mom. I don't know. It, like, it
3: there were so, it was so many people in this movie where i was like you're not having a reasonable human response to this you seem like you are in some way like cut off like like i don't know like like all the naked people i'm like is this how a cult would act, just standing around naked? Like, I'm going to smile creepily at you, boy. But see, that brings... That's my... But
2: when it comes to them, I have the question of, were they real or were they ghosts? Because it's so... The only one that could be real is Joan. That's there.
0: Like, were they alive? So were it they has dead? to be real. But I'm thinking, I see all of those people at the support group. Like, th- this group has had them ensnared from the very beginning. There yeah. was no support group. There was just another arm of the...
1: And also at the end, all the naked people were bowing down in front of. But Gamal they could. And, but then again, ghosts could bow down.
2: I also
0: swear I saw the history teacher in, in among the cultists as well. I be. Oh, oh,
2: oh,
1: that explains. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. My brain just blew. When um, what's his name? Peter was in the hallway at school, and there was a shining the shining light thingy that's mm-hmm. directing him to this door. And there's nobody in there. And then it cuts back to it, and there's somebody in there beckoning him. And, it was the history
3: teacher. Well, and yeah. he
1: goes in, and then, and I'm like, okay, now we're going to see what happens in this room, and then it immediately cuts to Gabriel Byrne typing the email, and I'm like, okay, and then it, ne- like, I just oh. realized, so that makes sense, that's, okay, yeah. so it was that teacher that was in the cult, mm. and something happened in that room. Can we talk about the
3: support group real quick? Real fast. Uh-huh. I'm going to the movies. <laughs> like... In the summer. In the summer, I'm going, well, like...
0: I need robots fighting each other, not...
3: Yeah, <laughs> and and I'm just like first off if I said that to my husband repeatedly and we had a 14 or was she 13?
4: 13
3: 13 and a 16 year old he'd be like hey I'll come with you <laughs>
5: yeah. what movie are you what seeing movie are was you it seeing? good
3: yeah. yeah or like what I get happened? home and he'd be like what'd you see and I'd be like uh sh- creep show I don't know like what the fuck how does that go well, like, see, like, like I, what
2: happens after I don't understand that because I I would tell Billy be like look I gotta get my shit together I'm gonna go talk to some people here that this is what they do I wouldn't
3: lie I don't understand the line well, okay, but here's the thing um and I feel like this was in the movie, but I'm worried that it's not. Okay. He's a therapist. And she was his is. client. Is he? Is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, See, he's, I mean, a cou- he's a counselor of some kind.
5: I had no idea what he did. Yeah, it I did seemed like even. the women's well, the, theme in most uh, the domestic opening dramas. T- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is
0: like, there's no flavor to this person because this is a movie about the man. The opening text, uh, the newspaper clipping about the grandmother's... The, the, the obituary mentions that he's a, a therapist. Yeah, okay.
3: oh. And, I can and he, she was his client. Yeah. Okay, Which see, I. Which is I'm, not cool. Yeah. Which is not cool. So. Which makes
5: me make Anne was his client? Yeah. Is that how they met?
3: Yeah. Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and now I don't know if I'm getting this from the movie or if I read it in an article afterwards. Okay. But that is, that is, that that is what I believe I know about this, that, that he was the therapist, she was his client, that's how they met. So when I take that into account, it maybe makes a little bit more sense that she doesn't want to tell him I'm going to grief counseling because then he might just be like, well, let me put you in touch with these 15 people that I know. And don't know okay. See, with. now by not knowing that,
2: that makes more sense. But... I do agree with Ryan that I think
3: it's... Holy fuck, yeah. Yeah. But it's also,
2: (laughs) I do uh, that too. But I also like that it's an interesting role reversal because it's normally the woman in horror films that's home that's saying Mm -hmm. something is wrong with the kids, something is wrong with the kids, I'm getting out. Where the fact you have it as the husband, it's, I don't know, that's that's an interesting little flip.
3: But that's also why at the end he's like, I can't do this with you anymore. yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: This is getting toward our poll question. Yeah,
4: yeah so let me just say, because yeah. Ryan has a whole page of notes. Anything else we you want to say? I through most of them. I wrote oh, down fantastic. a
5: whole summary, because I was worried, um, after the movie people were saying they didn't understand it, so I wrote down everything that happened okay. as I understood it.
3: Do you want to say that real quick?
5: Um, sure. Um, so the movie kind of starts before the movie, like, the, the real story happens before the movie starts, and we're seeing, like, the train-tracked climax that Grandma made. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Grandma sold her daughter's babies to Paimon for riches, and the way I read the film was that, um, and she has the scene where she talks about how, after failing to sell her own son to Paimon, because yes. he killed
3: himself because, because she, was she was putting, putting voices, voices in his, in his head. Dead. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay.
5: But she had this scene where she's like, "I cut her out before the bit. She's harassing me to have a baby, and then I cut her out, and that's why she didn't get the first kid." And then she let the mother back in for the second kid. She felt guilty. And then the mother turned the daughter to Paimon. Although it sounds like the interviews you read said that she was always Paimon. Charlie was always Paimon. Um, but Paimon wanted a male body. And so Grandma set this crazy plan in motion with her friend Joan, who and Dad does a wonderful job of playing. And Dad is always excellent. She's so good.
2: She is, but I never trust her when I see her. The moment I saw her come on oh, screen, yeah. I was She's like... She's always evil. Same. Yeah, I was like, oh, nope, you're... Mm-mm.
5: Um, so the demon doesn't like the body because it's a girl body and because it, the body has de- developmental disabilities that the movie never addresses except for that line the, at the very end. The uh, movie's... At the very end, they said like you're out of that uh, disabled body or something. It's not
0: disabled, it's, it was disfigured Disfigured or body, yeah. I think could they call it disfigured
3: because that, was- that, that it was female. Yeah, that's But idea. they also that's did was, say your yeah. new healthy body. They said something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because of the nut allergy
5: oh it all comes back to the (laughs) nutty that was always unclear to me what what they're saying with that um (laughs) it was also unclear whether they're manipulating our like our natural like we've all worked as decent people to like if i meet someone with disability i'm not going to stare at them weirdly and think they're bad um but i think it's manipulating our like natural or our learned instinct to do that to yeah. not judge the demon, and I think that's fucked up if that's what it's doing. I think that's like a step too far for a horror movie. <laughs> um, but so, Joanne, uh, no, Joan, who is uh, the grandmother's friend, gaslights Tony Collette's character into inviting the demon into her house, and the demon eventually, when Tony Collette throws the. I mean, well, first, Joni kills uh, the daughter. And she, the daughter's making the same choking motion that yeah. the boy makes as she's pulled out the window. Yeah. So it's definitely... I think it's her pulling her out the window. I can't be sure. I think I'm going do the movie more than halfway, as Mac is saying.
0: Um, <laughs> way, way more than halfway, and that's part of the problem.
5: Yeah. Um, so that happens, and then uh, Joan gaslights her and uses magic to separate her from her body, and that's why she has to cut her own head off because Paimon has to come out of that body, too. Mm. And then... Uh, the two of them together separate Alex from his body by making him so... Uh, Peter. Peter. from his body, making him so upset. And he's got that scene where his mother's cutting her own head off. And it's like looking over the window, just like the shot in The Exorcist with Father Karras. Yeah. And then he jumps out. And in The Exorcist, Father Karras dies and the demon leaves him. But in this movie, the demon stays. And so it's like a giant Rosemary's baby. But everything that happened that's important happened before the movie. And there's nothing the characters could do. And they kind of underline that when they have the English teacher talk about how tragedy is sadder when uh, there's no choice.
3: Oh, Jesus!
5: But also, I completely disagree. Tragedy is sadder when there is a choice. I
3: agree too. Yeah. Yes, I agree. You're good. I'm gonna compare this real quick to Pet Cemetery, where like in Pet Cemetery, he has a choice every step of the way, and Doctor Creed has a choice every step of the way, and he continues to bury people in the Pet Cemetery, and Because it's the only emotionally reasonable choice for him to make. Logically, it is a fucking awful decision, but he still makes the choice, and that makes it even sadder at the end when everybody is dead and also not dead. Um, Whereas in this movie, where nobody has any agency, you're just like, well, fuck, you guys were fucked. Well, I think Anne
5: has agency, it's just there's nothing she can do to stop what's happening. Yeah. Like she can go to the supermarket as much as she wants. Well, yeah. But there's no, like, defense against grandma's dark magic, COVID.
3: Oh, pig. Yeah. Actually. I stepped on your head.
4: Something I. I've never understood making your kid take their little brother or sister to a party. I don't get that. Why would you do that? Because nobody's going to be happy in that. I thought it situation. was to
1: make sure that he didn't drink. I thought it was
5: to the daughter out of the house, too. I yeah. thought
3: it was a test like mm-hmm. is there gonna what are you gonna be doing at this party nothing mom well then take your sister right and it because yeah. it felt like a dare like it felt like there was a face off between yeah. them where he was like fine I will and she was like, fine I'm getting your sister and then like they it gets to the point mm-hmm. and Charlie's like I actually don't wanna <laughs> and everybody's like we don't care what you want Charlie I am, I am
0: pay mom give me fealty I'm not going to the damn party right
3: <laughs> I'm just I'm three years older
4: than my brother, and there was never a single moment in my life when I was required to bring my brother somewhere. Um, and I just, I don't get it. I'm five years older than my brother,
2: and we both are so, I never, I mean, we we run around in similar, you know, have similar sets of friends now, but back then, it, my mom wouldn't have been like, okay, you take your brother. My brother, because my brother wouldn't have wanted to go, and i had
3: been like, okay, he doesn't want to do that, yeah. do this, so cool, I'll see you when I get home. Now, my kids are, like, 20 years apart. <laughs> but I do occasionally, when Toby's at home, I'm like, Toby, take your sister somewhere. I don't care what the fuck you do. I just need, right. like, I five goddamn minutes to take not, your sister
4: somewhere. Take Toby to a party.
3: I yeah. would never ask Toby to take Leia to a party. Mm-hmm. Because, that's a difference. Because Toby is 25 and Leia is 4. Yeah. Maybe, like, Toby take... Take Leia to this birthday party that yeah. she needs to go to. You're gonna be bored. We'll give you twenty bucks.
2: See, that's that's a whole other thing. It's like I, you're saying, please.
3: I just need a little bit of time. I am I am essentially saying babysit this ba- yeah. babysit your little sister. For babysit a minute. your little
2: sister. Not. Uh, I know you've got this super cool thing you want to do, and there's somebody you want to see. But forget what you want. Forget what Leia wants. Take her with you. Yeah, that's
3: I. The, yeah, I like, and I'm, I'm I'm ten year nine and ten years older than my siblings, and that never happened. Like yeah. sometimes I'd be like, I want to go see the stupid kids movie, so I'm taking them. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that I would be just... fine, but like I was never forced to take them anywhere. It's just it's it's a
2: it's a film trope in general. I mean, not just a horror. So sorry, Donna.
5: No, I'm tired. tired. Oh, okay. In movies, the and parties ties. in movies just look so ridiculous. Like, who are these high like, school? like fifty kids there. They're okay. doing.
3: I mean, they all have the solo cups, and all the alcohol, where did they get this house? Where did they get all this liquor? You know, I okay, so I hung out with a bunch of dodgy yeah. people in high school and I went to a lot of parties. And one, one time, had a lot of people there and got a little sketchy. Like, but that was because my friend wisely bought pot from a dude standing outside of a quick trip and then she smoked it and then she couldn't move for the rest of the night. And I spent the whole night sitting in the bathroom with her telling this one creepy guy, "No man, you got to go away." <laughs> um, but like that was one out of many. Most of them were like six people yeah. in a room with a bong and like fucking Pink Floyd playing.
2: See, I didn't go to any parties in high school, but like the year after I graduated, I had a couple older friends that owned a house. Now, that person threw some crazy parties. Like that w- and that was some but I ended up being the mom, which (laughs) surprise, surprise people that know me. And the fact that I had one guy that I had to literally get out of the the kiddie pool in the middle of a bedroom because he was drunk and passed out. Kiddie pool in the middle of a bedroom? Yeah, 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 yeah. there was a kiddie pool in one of the bedrooms. I thought this was a metaphor. (laughs) No, 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 there was an actual kiddie pool filled with water. Party before (laughs) it was filled with baby oil. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to that party. Um, Okay, Ryan. (laughs) Kinsey has just disproved everything that we were saying. But
5: the house, it's like the house you went to for those parties. Yeah. Was
2: that a nice house? No, it was a shitty house. It was was a shitty
5: house. It was a really nice house. The house party house is always super nice. Because there Mm. is always a house party house, but it's always a piece of shit. There's beer bottles everywhere. No, empty. That's the the biggest party I went
2: to was somebody's apartment. This This was a shitty house that they didn't care what happened to it. Uh, Donna, close your ears because this is a vet thing. This person had two iguanas la, 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 that yeah. he fed hot dogs to. Ooh. So, yeah, I blasted you on that one. And you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> do they listen to All right, I don't know, but fuck them if they do. We,
5: we are going <laughs> okay. to wrap up. One thing I want to point out about the party scene very quickly. When they walk into the bong scene, the kids are watching a real guillotining on their iPod. Uh-oh. Oh, is that what they're Whoa. Okay. Yeah. No, Are babies. the kids part of the cult, too, you think? Nope. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, like, well within the decapitation
0: yeah. motif. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Did you grow up in a small town? Because I feel like if you grew up in a small town, maybe.
0: You watched yeah. a lot of decapitation videos? No, 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 no. I, no, no, then I mean, to it's a cult. Connection.
2: I did, but I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. we got to start wrapping up. All right. So, what's our quote? What's our quote?
0: Uh, oh, we... I think you had the quote.
2: I did not. Have I, I had.
0: I yeah, had the, a yeah, the playoff. from the dinner. It, it, it yeah. was a
4: two-part. It was a two-part quote. I've got the first half, which is, "Don't you cuss at me, you little shit." And then my, I, I liked the quote. That fucking face on your face.
3: What I love about those is that I have had arguments like <laughs> that. <laughs> like I'm like I'm so angry and flustered. You, mean, person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that gets it across very.
3: Yeah. Deliberately, though. So, In one of my books, <laughs> I had an author's note for a long time that was come up with a biting insult for Nell to say. And it was in there forever. Like, through many drafts, many people read that. And then finally somebody was like, what if she can't think of one? And I was like, that's genius.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And who had a rule?
0: I did. Uh, have a severe nut allergy? Bring your EpiPen. Now, would that have saved these no. characters? Not necessarily, but again, inevitability is the order of the day, but could have certainly changed the dynamic and. Would
3: have made I'd, it harder
4: for Paimon.
0: I Ooh.
3: bet that if, that if she'd had her EpiPin, then mm-hmm. Alec. God damn it, how I'm doing it. Then Peter would have just stabbed her with the EpiPen. They'd have gone on with the party. They'd have gotten in the car and gone home. Peter would have been high or drunk. Speeding, seen the deer in the road, swerved, and actually slammed into the telephone pole.
0: Possibly.
5: The head needs to come off.
3: I think. But she I'm didn't definitely, have, but I she made can, up
5: that rule. She, she could have
1: been did. like, you, I you, just want to feel the wind in my hair. Yeah, it was. Let me she she also,
3: like, maybe the door was, or maybe the door, maybe the window was open. I mean, you, there's a lot of ways to decapitate a person in a car accident. Maybe the car flips. I don't know. Or you don't wear your seatbelt in the back seat and you fly out, uh, or you do wear your seatbelt in the back seat, but you're sitting in one of those ways that your mom tells you not to sit, and so when it crashes, <laughs> no, your mom,
0: not Tony Collette. because Tony Collette's like, I don't care. She doesn't give a. Here's it to some you. turpentine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that was a little bit of a strain. Oh, never mind. I just made it make sense in my head.
2: <laughs> so okay. okay, and I know you have our, our poll question, Mac. Uh,
0: was Gabriel Byrne Hashtag Gabriel burned. in on this from the beginning and just got waylaid by the fire by accident.
2: Well, I... When you... We originally started talking about this question, I didn't think he was, but then we started having the whole therapist discussion. Now I think he was part of it and Paimon just didn't want to share anything, so it's like
3: okay, you're out. You have done your usefulness, and so bye. I don't think he was I think that he was being used, but he starts to send that email to one of his colleagues and he seems so fucking bewildered. Yeah. Like he doesn't seem like a dude who's lying. He seems like shit is coming apart at the goddamn scene. I don't
4: know why I, I buy that.
3: don't just, think he
4: was yeah. because of the way he was acting. In fact there was one point as I was watching I was like I wonder if they gave Gabriel Byrne the whole script. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if, if all he got was He was credited as a
0: producer, you'd think they would. Okay,
4: okay, but I mean because his behavior was so believable as a husband who was trying Really hard to be supportive as his family is falling apart and just finally like, nope, I cannot do this anymore. But it was very believable. They
2: just gave him the family drama section yeah. of the
4: movie, that hour <laughs> that all
2: of us are like, Oh fuck. They just gave him mm-hmm. that section. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
5: I didn't think he was in on it. I didn't think he was competent enough in the movie. <laughs> like he didn't seem like I don't know. He seemed very much just damsel in
0: distress, totally yeah. useless yeah. partner to I. Me. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. After the phone call, I spent most of the movie thinking that he was, and then he ended up dying. I think maybe he wasn't, but now that I think back on it, I think he might have been, so I'm all over the place on this question.
4: Okay.
1: Because right. otherwise, why did they take his burned body and bow it down in front of Paimon in front of the. You know, at the very tail end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They
3: just I just mean, wanted to it, make Paimon feel more special. Yeah. Well, I,
2: think, I mean,
3: yeah. Paimon doesn't. Paimon seems less aware of the world than my kids did when they were, like, minutes old. So, like, (laughs) I feel like they could just be like, look at all of these followers. And Paimon would be like, is three a lot? And they'd be like, yeah! Yeah. And he's like, yes. (laughs) Yes.
4: Um, I want to leave us, if we're leaving, are we leaving? I think we're yeah. leaving, yeah. I want to leave us with a comment that a, that a friend of mine made. This friend, by the way, is young adult author A.B. Rutledge, uh, who has her brand new novel, Miles Away From You, out. And I just thought I'd plug you because I like you so much. Um, her comment on this was to describe it as discomfort porn. Yes!
2: yes. Uh. <laughs> Stole my bit, Ryan. Dang it.
0: <laughs> Yours is better. View you, your click. Did you guys see that the, uh, the actors actually released a video online asking people not to do that during the movie? No. no I think Luke was.
1: He did it at one point.
4: Oh, I, I did it a couple times, the Don. It yeah. wasn't
1: just
2: Luke. <laughs> I've got a friend that we do that with at work, so when that started, I actually... I wasn't disturbed by it. I was giggling because it made me think of my friend because he will, he can make his echo through a, like, so freaking loud.
1: It reminded me of the Snoop Dogg Pharrell song. Hmm. Drop it like it's hot.
3: Drop it <laughs> like it's hot. Okay. I have okay. no okay. idea what's happening. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, now I'm embarrassed. I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I am way I too know. nerdy for this reference. Right. I, don't, I don't. know how well that's going to come through on the mic. So we'll just we'll, we'll go see with it if that if that makes it in. So. Anything
2: else, gang, before we close this book on
4: Hereditary?
1: Okay. I'm going to see it again. I'm going to go okay. and see it again. Let us know what you I think. think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch it,
5: it again in like three years when I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> when like the grief has passed and I'm ready to watch yeah. this kind of movie again. Yeah,
3: I'm going to watch this movie not again. Yeah, I
2: think, yeah. I'm, Adrian, we don't usually agree on things, but I think this is one that we're going to, we're, we're seeing eye to eye on.
0: I might see it again if I just happened upon it just to kind of unpack with eyes wide open, what fr- was actually happening? In the movie? I'm afraid to unpack anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
2: I think uh, I think my You're boxes afraid. are fine where it's at.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We do appreciate all your your love and support. Uh, if you want to reach out to us on social media, we are on Twitter at Beyond Cabin. We've got an Instagram page Beyond the Cabin in the Woods. We have a Facebook page also Beyond the Cabin in the Woods. You can see a trend here. Our webpage is the in the <laughs> Uh We have a Patreon, which we release a video every time before we record, so you can kind of see how we break it down, our rule, poll, and quote. When we throw down, it's a lot of fun, but you can find us at Beyond the Today Cabin. Today
3: particularly. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: we also have a couple sister podcasts and a brother podcast, which our sister podcasts are Collective Snark, and then we have Once More with Feeling, the 20th anniversary uh, Buffy fan rewatch. I think I just jumbled that all together. Sorry about that. And then The Family Business, which is a Supernatural rewatch, and we are part of the Gummy Cat Network, so definitely go and show them some love as well.
4: Thank you, guys. Don't read the Latin, or in this case, the Enochian. You know what horror is?
5: Gumby Cat Productions, Meow. podcasts Meow. for podcast people. Meow. Meow.